The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, this is so absolutely awesome that I get to connect with you each and every day. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. As a matter of fact, we have been called the Vibe of Thrive. And joining me here today are two gentlemen that know a lot about busting through things. As many of you know, I have also had a few, uh, what do we want to call them, a few obstacles to overcome in my life, and so have you. But the question is, what do we do with them when they show up? What happens when adversity stares us right in the eye? What do we do with it? Do we welcome it in? Do we say, hi, how are you? Do, you? do we say, sit down, if you're in Seattle, sit down and have a cup of coffee with me? Or do we turn the other way? Do we run in fear? Are we shamed by the challenges of our lives? Well, today, we're going to cover that and much more. I'm so honored and thrilled to have these two amazing individuals and the authors of The Adversity Paradox, An Unconventional Guide to Achieving Uncommon Business Success. Why is this important? Because each and every one of us has that spark inside that can help guide us to incredible results without question. And I want to thank all of you for phenomenal welcome in New York last weekend for the Go Green Expo. It was amazing. I loved meeting all of you. I don't think I've ever really, you know, had so much contact with our listeners, and I want to thank you all for saying yes. Let me introduce you, first of all, to Barry, uh, Barry Griswell. Now, there are many, many things I could say about Barry besides him being the co-author of the adversity, adversity Paradox. But more importantly, everything you read about him, the numerous awards that he has, has received, um, talks to the sense of what business is about. What does it mean to be successful? If you want to know, we turn to Barry Griswell for a lot of reasons. Chairman of the board and retired CEO of the Principal Financial Group. In 2003, he was the Horatio Alger Association Distinguished American Award winner. Uh, and the awards go on and on and on. The Oscar C. Schmidt Iowa Business Leadership Award inducted into the Central Iowa Philanthropic Award for Outstanding Volunteer Fundraising. And it goes on and on and on. You know, he's currently a trustee of Berry College in Rome, Georgia, uh, and more importantly, the co-author of this amazing book, The Adversity Paradox. Joining Barry is Bob Jennings, president of Lean Management, Inc., consulting company focused on senior management methods and execution. And we're going to be talking with him as well about how he has become this incredible world leader in his area of special 
specialization. Beyond all of that, you know, serves as a board member, the William Holding Company and the Iowa State University Engineering Advisory Council. So when you put this combination together, it's like the bam and bam of a business. So Bob and Barry are joining us here today. I want to welcome you both to the show. We've got a lot to talk about. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's great to be with you. Thank you. So I, I want to come right out of the gate with a question for you, Barry, uh, and for you, Bob. And this is my question I'd love each of you to, to kind of play around with. You know, you've written this book called The Adversity Paradox, and I'm sure that you have some amazing life experiences. But I want to ask you, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that each of you have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment well, this is very, uh, and I'll start. I, I, you know, my my story is one of uh, having overcome adversity at a very young age. Uh, uh, sadly, I, I grew up in a, in a home where my father became an alcoholic, where uh, my mother and he divorced when I was quite young. Uh, my mother had to uh, put my my brother and myself through, uh, you know, through school and work two jobs to do so. Um, she remarried and unfortunately married another alcoholic, uh, and very very sadly, I ended up having. My father uh, committed suicide when I was uh, in, in college. Um, so I've just had a lot of difficulties as a young person, uh, was getting in trouble, uh, actually served some time in juvenile hall. And so my, my story is one of having it, experienced it very early, uh, impoverished background, a troubled background. And I was uh, very fortunate to have some mentors and to have some people take me under uh, their wing and kind of help me get, uh, get through. The Boys and Girls Club was quite important in my development, and then Berry College, where I went, went to college. So... Uh, that's a little bit of my story, um, and I'll let Bob uh, speak to his. Yeah, and, and Barry and I uh, complement each other very well on this book because I come from an extremely different background. I mean, I grew up in a, a, a not a broken family like Barry. I grew up in a middle-class, Midwestern family and really did not have my adversities until uh, entering the business world. Where, where I got knocked down, had, had many setbacks before I finally figured out what Barry, Barry may have figured out and many of the people we interviewed in the book figured out in their youth, uh, you know, how to, how to address adversity, uh, how to uh, overcome it, and then once you have overcome it, how to leverage it in, in, uh, into a successful, uh, success, successful career. Well, you know, what I love about having you both joining me on the show is, yeah, you, you do make such a great team, you know, in bringing this conversation to the table because, you know, I, I, I would imagine that we're facing some of the most challenging times of our lives right now for many, many people, and yet some people say some of the most opportunistic times. I mean, Barry, from your perspective, when we look at the adversity paradox, and it's an interesting title in itself, is it that push and pull? Is it that, you, you know, people can decide, is this the worst time of my life or the best time? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's been our experience both looking at individuals but also even society as a whole or, or companies that, you know, you do gain strength. You do gain character during times of, of difficulty. Um, you know, if we all had it easy all the time, you know, we would never grow and never become stronger. Uh, and, and likewise, I think some of the great, great business opportunities oftentimes uh, present themselves during these types of uh, difficult times. Uh, and I think businesses, quite frankly, uh, Dr. Pat, will do things d- during these times that they should have been doing anyway. So, uh, and, and, you know, the fact of the matter is we can't control whether or not we're going to face adversity. We can't control what's going to happen in life. 
what we can control is our attitude, our response, and making sure that we look at each and every situation and find the opportunities. Well, and, and, and this is part of the conversation that people are having uh, sitting around their, their dining room tables, talking about their lives. And, you know, Bob, from your point of view, you know, did you ever think that you would be sitting here talking about the Adversity Paradox, a book that you've written, and be talking about it at a time in our lives, in the history of where we are right now, where it has such super meaning? No, no, not, not, not really, Dr. Patton. I'll give you some of the, the roots of our book. It actually dates back to the uh, 90s where Barry and I were very close friends socially. We played a lot of competitive tennis together, but we didn't really have common business ties. I mean, Barry was in financial services, and I was in uh, construction equipment and construction equipment sales. But we had, we had one thing in common back in the 90s is that we were each leading and growing uh, sales organizations for what we felt were world-class companies. Barry, of course, the principal financial group, and, and me at the time was a company based in Des Moines called EFCO. And we, we were trying to grow sales forces, and we, we came across, uh, we compared a lot of notes on compensation, training methods, all kinds of things, but if there was one thing that was extremely, extremely important to us, it was locating and hiring people that we felt could be successful in our organizations. And we really set out to improve the odds. And we came, came across that if we could locate people that had uh, overcome adversity, that had a track record of being able to overcome adversity, their chances of success in our organizations would be much better. And, and uh, as we each of us grew to lead those our organizations, not only a sales organization, but the overall organization, we took that same concept to other parts of our companies with equal success. And we really didn't compare notes on it for a number of years. And then in 2003, Barry was inducted into the Horatio Alger Association. And it's a very uh, select group of people. They only induct 10 new members a year. And it's a who's who list, Buzz Aldrin, President Ronald Reagan, Colin Powell, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. And when we went back, and, and Barry was kind enough to invite my wife and I back to the induction ceremony in Washington, D.C., and we started hearing these incredible stories of people that had either come from uh, humble beginnings or overcome some uh, terrific adversity or setbacks and used what they had learned in overcoming those setbacks to go on to great success. And with so much affirmation, we decided to uh, think about writing a book, and, and, we, and we got started in about 2005, 2006. And it, it, we were in such prosperous times. We had no idea that it would be so meaningful to so many people in the, in the workforce today who may be really getting into their first uh, dealings with adversity. I mean, let's face it, in those prosperous times, many people uh, uh, are finding the work environment to be not nearly as hospitable as the environment they grew up in. Absolutely. And, you know, this is, first of all, for those of you just tuning in, I want everybody to know that, I, I'll tell you, this is a timely conversation, a very important interview, a conversation between myself uh, and uh, Barry Griswell, Bob Jennings. And the reason this is important, because they have a book that is so suited for each and every one of us right now uh, called The Adversity Paradox. And, and uh, Barry, one of the things that I, that I wanted to ask you about is this idea of the adversity paradox and what it means. Many people are listening, and, they're, and they're, they're probably thinking, I think I have a sense of it, but I'm not really sure what this phenomenon is about. 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty straightforward in, in the sense that, uh, you know, each and every one of us would like to uh, avoid adversity. We'd like to avoid difficult times. And the, the paradox is that it's really during those difficult times, and in many times only because of difficult times, can you really gain the, the skills and the knowledge uh, that you need to be successful. So it's like the paradox is going through something bad to get something good. Uh you know, I was at a, I was at a recently at a, an awards dinner where we were recognizing young people who had overcome adversity and given them scholarships. And the young man stood up and said, "You know, I never knew that you could get a scholarship for having bad things happen to you." So, so that's that's kind of that's kind of the paradox. And uh, it's the very things that we sometimes want to avoid that make us the strongest. And um, and that that really is the paradox in so many ways. And we're going to talk about that and much more on the Dr. Pat Show. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, some of the people that both Barry and Bob got to speak with, the people that are featured in the book. And, and how do we, how do we know or how do we gain that business savvy that is going to catapult us to the place that we want to go? This and much more on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. With the changing economy, how will you take care of your health without breaking the bank or adding more hassle to your already busy life? Best-selling author Kat James' Transformation Orientation Teleseminars could be the free ticket you're looking for. During these free evening phone sessions, Kat will answer your inside-out health or beauty question live and present the principles of her acclaimed Total Transformation programs in best-selling book, The Truth About Beauty. Find out if Kat's renowned approach could transform your looks and life as you enjoy the call from the comfort of your home. With zero investment or obligation, you'll hear Kat tell her incredible story of transformation live, as well as other inspiring success stories. Get the latest news and recipes and lifestyle strategies. Enjoy exclusive discounts on Kat's programs. You'll even have a chance to win an eight-week full curriculum teleprogram valued at $600. Visit www.thecatjamesshow.com to register for Kat's free transformation orientation teleseminar today. Do you want to prosper by working in harmony with the universe? Show host Madeline Gerwick is offering a special pre-order price on her 2010 Good Timing Guide and newsletters. Now through April 29th, you can save up to 20% on next year's Good Timing Guide and newsletters. The combination of guide and newsletters is what tells you what's happening daily and what the cycles and trends are. These tools allow you to work in harmony with the universe and have the wind at your back. This is her best deal all year. Pre-order your 2010 guide and newsletters today by going to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call Madeline at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. Listen to Cosmic Connections with Madeline every Friday at 10 a.m. Right here on Alternative Talk, KKNW, AM 1150. 
Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese Miracle Noodle is available in the United States at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. And uh, if you do call into the show or if you email me at info at the drpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com, with your comment and question, we will send you, the first five of you that call, a copy of this incredible book. And, you know, joining me here today, as I said before, Barry Griswell and Bob Jennings, they are the authors of The Adversity Paradox, a very, very timely book. And most importantly, a book that really addresses some of the challenges, some of the journeys of some of the most incredible business-savvy people that we've come to know. And Barry and, and Bob, of course, are joining me here today as they get to take their story out into the world that is more than simply a how-to-do-it. But for me, as I read the book, it's, it's a story of we have everything we need inside to make our lives extremely successful. You know, I want to thank you, Barry and Bob, for joining us here today. You know, I w- I wanted to ask you about business savvy and some of the people you've interviewed in the book and what it was like to sit down and have conversations with some of these folks and what did you absolutely learn from them that that helped you write this book that so many people are going to read. Bob, you want to jump in there? Yeah, um, and it's kind of interesting how we went about the interviews because we wanted original stories and a lot of the a lot of the people we grabbed and got their stories are, are very have been very very successful. Uh, many of them very wealthy, um, and and we were also able to do a lot of drill down in those interviews, which is awful difficult for some people to do. And we we interviewed uh, people like uh, Bill Dory, who grew Global Industries, the largest uh, underwater construction company in the world. Uh, Peter Dawkins. Uh, uh, Doris Christopher, the pampered chef, uh, but just a little bit about getting into those interviews and some of the things we found real early on for common themes of just the front end of adversity, of, of addressing and dealing with initial uh, dealing with adversity. When, when we interviewed these people, they, uh, they had an incredibly high degree of self-accountability, so much so they had replaced in their mindset uh, the, the thought of luck with self-accountability, and, and we, we, occasionally in our interviews, the word luck would come up. And when we would drill down on what they meant by luck, we, we heard nothing, uh, nothing to do with being at the right place at the right time. Uh, some people were just very uh, candid and outright and said there's nothing, no such thing as luck, but most of them had a, a uh, definition like uh, uh, opportunity or preparation meeting opportunity or luck being the residue of, of hard work. But the, the most important thing is is that 
they didn't have luck in their mindset. They had uh, looking at a setback, uh, taking accountability for what they could control, and then going forward. And one other common, very common theme we found with these people was also uh, optimism. And it, it's very obvious that you know optimists are healthier. They go to the doctor less. They do better academically. They they do better on sports teams. They do better in the work environment. Studies even indicate they fare better in, in relationships. But so important is with that optimism, they don't spend time uh, attending pity parties. They don't waste a lot of time wallowing. They spend their time uh, looking and going forward. So, you know, we found a lot of things in our interviews, and there's much in the book that deals with those, but those, those initial things. And there was one third element that was extremely important, and maybe Barry could elaborate on it for us. Um, yeah, we, we found uh, something very, very interesting, and I, I don't know that I've seen it talked much about, but it's something that we call and then some. Three very, very powerful words when you think about it. And when I uh, talk to young people, I particularly like to, to emphasize this. Uh, I, I learned this very early on when I was working as a, as a young man uh, trying to make sure that I had work, and I always found that if I did what I was asked and then some, I was really able to distinguish myself from others. And uh so just the three very powerful words, and we find the people that we interviewed always go at anything they go at with and then some attitude. I recently had somebody say, ask me, well, wonder if the whole world had that attitude. How would we, you know, and I said, I don't think that's going to happen. Just if you've been out in the society lately and see how many people don't have that attitude. So keeping that and then some attitude, I think, is, is really one of the three fundamental keys to the critical elements that Bob pointed out. Well, you know, I love that you talk about that, the and then some factor, you know, especially for me since, you know, from an academic point of view, some of the research that I've done and whatever the academic terms are for it, uh, you know, they, they look at performance and they look at that and then some factor. And it is that factor in particular that really sets performance results apart. And I wanted to ask you this question because this is a question that comes up a lot. Very few people are afraid to ask it. You know, there are some that say the and then some factor is has been a lost art. You know, it comes from the generations of being in the workplace, having job security. And, and then they flip to the conversation and say, you know, the younger people just don't have that gumption. And I wanted to hear from, from both of you about this because there is sort of this generalization that we make, whether it be for Generation X, whether we make it for the baby boomers, whether we make it for the millennials, whatever that is, we have this sort of generalization of who's going to give us their best and who's not. Yeah, and, and certainly it is a, a generalization because there are some very special people out there, but and especially the younger generations right now, uh, the millennials at 30 and younger are getting a, I don't know if it's a bad rap or not, but they're getting a rap in the business world that's potentially being soft. And, you know, maybe because job shopping has, has increased dramatically, there's studies out that indicate that depression might be up among uh, uh, younger people. But, but on the flip side of that, you know, the, the generations coming into the workforce now are some of the most skilled, are probably the most skilled ever enter the workforce. I mean, they can run circles with their technology, with their ability to multitask. I mean, they can put a PowerPoint together in, in five minutes. It takes us four hours to do. So that they're an incredibly talented group, and those that address the current adversities 
I mean, we, in some of our interviews, we, we got some great things. And in, in, in one, uh, a couple of the interviews, uh, we interviewed Clay Jones, the CEO of, of Rockwell, and he talks about with every new job, there's a bunch of unpleasantries. And he has a couple of great examples that he went into the Air Force, not uh, because he had any passion for flying, but because it was either that or probably a potential uh, ground, uh, being on the ground as a troop in, in Vietnam. And when he was doing his training missions, he would come down sick. And he said, what the heck am I doing here? But then he talks about how he gradually got acclimated, got over those unpleasantries, and was, be able, was able to become uh, <clears throat> very, very passionate about what he was doing. He later left uh, the Air Force and went to work for Rockwell, and his first two years there were very rough, a lot of unpleasantries, as there are with every new job. But as soon as you know, he got over those unpleasantries. You know, he he got very passionate about the aviation business, which Rockwell is is in, and you know, eventually grew to be their CEO. So, you know, it, those people that uh, you know, the, the the current people in the workforce who have not had adversity, they they certainly are very 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 talented. Uh, and, and once they figure out how to make adversity their friend, they could be an incredible uh, contributor to society. But, you know, this is really, and the reason I bring up generalizations, because I personally believe that when we go to that place of judgment and generalizations, we really miss an opportunity to tap into the talent, to really look for how to put a team together where each person brings something to the table. You know, there's something that I'm good at, there's something that you're good at, there's something, you know, Barry, that you're good at. And the question is, how do we put this all together using the adversity paradox to say that we are probably at one of the most incredible groundbreaking times in our lives? And how do we connect the dots or integrate what you all are talking about in the book you know, with the human capital conversation and business success. You know, Barry, do you want to take that question? <laughs> sure, I'll give it a, give it a shot. <laughs> I, uh, I, I do think that, that management in, in today's society has a particular challenge, particularly senior management, and that challenge is trying to blend multiple generations in the workforce. Uh, as Bob just talked about in the generation X and Y, and you asked the question, and baby boomers are in that generation still, some of the older generations, and, and those generations behave differently. You know, the baby boomers are more hierarchical, uh, more structured. Uh, the new generations coming in the workforce are much more collaborative, much better with technology. And I think the real trick is to try to find ways to connect all those generations with the mission of the organization and to align their own purpose and passion in life with those missions. That's, it's been my experience. That's the way you engage people in the workforce. And, uh, and that's a long-term process because you have to recruit the right people. You gotta motivate them. But I think that is the key is to have more focus on common mission, common goals, common understanding, align your values with that of the organization. And companies that do that tend to do very, very well regardless of the economic conditions. So, you know, when we look at all of this, and, 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 and we've got lots to really look at, we'll, do, we'll take a, a closer look at all of this. Uh, joining me here today, for those of you just tuning in, uh, Barry Griswell and Bob Jennings, The Adversity Paradox. You know, this is a book that each and every one of us can benefit from reading uh, because I know that you all will relate to the stories that are in this book, but more importantly, relate to the success that some of the folks have talked about in the book, have shared with both Barry and Bob. When we come back, we'll be talking about 
success, and business savvy. What would you need to know to take your dream to the level that you absolutely visualize it at? We'll be talking with two people that know a lot about success when we return with, with the Dr. Pat Show. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, guys, I heard you talking about the Ageless Secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. Bella Genza, extraordinary hair care, provides professional results naturally. Bella Genza is proud to be the first and original in this category a line of products that's human-friendly and performs beyond professional standards. Safe, food-grade products that exceed expectations, get great results, and have your well-being in mind. Until now, natural products in salons meant underperformance or, at best, a trade-off between being good for the environment but giving less-than-ideal results. Bella Genza's products are good for you and the environment. Bella Genza's 8-ounce bottle of incredible shampoo is equivalent to a 20-ounce bottle of professional shampoo because Bella Genza starts with a base of aloe rather than water. Visit bellagenza.com. That's B-E-L-E-G-E-N-Z-A.com. So, Susan, how's your diet going? It's going great. I had noodles for dinner last night. Noodles? Come on. That can't be on your diet. Well, I eat miracle noodles. They're the secret calorie-free noodles that Japanese women have eaten for years to stay thin. Hmm. How is that possible? They're made only from soluble fiber. That's it. Guilt-free noodles, Eva. Well, I'm sold. Where do you get them? Well, it's my little secret. But okay, you can get them at MiracleNoodle.com. Performance Velocity brings you the Breakthrough Human Performance Formula, ETA equals R, where energy intelligence is the key competency for the successful business leader. Are you ready for this emerging trend? You can ignite leadership, accelerate execution, and deliver peak performance every time. Performance Velocity can help you, your management team, or your company. Call 303-744-2464. Human performance is their business. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now. Hey, Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an Index Universal Life Retirement Plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. Wow, that sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom, Tom Leota at WeExcel Financial, 888-252-3083, or his website, DebtFreeMCA.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. And I've actually got a couple of questions coming in here. Um, the Adversity Paradox is the book. Barry Griswell joining us here today and Bob Jennings. They are the authors. The Adversity Paradox, an unconventional guide to achieving uncommon business success. And uncommon business success is, is what we're talking about here today, as well as how do you know what to do with the challenges in your life? You know, when do you know when to hold them? When do you know when to fold them? I want to make sure that everybody out there knows you can get a copy of this book today. This book, as a matter of fact, has been featured by a number of publications and support from uh, individual organizations across the globe. And the reason that it is so important for people and it and has been acknowledged in the way that it has been here recently is this is a timely conversation. Boy, you know, if you're not facing some form of adversity right now and not really sure what to do with it, this is a book for you. The website where you can find out more uh, about the book is uh, adversityparadox.com, adversityparadox.com. And you'll be able to take a look at uh, the bios of the individuals, the two co-authors, as well as some of the testimonials and what this book is about. I want to thank you both, Barry and Bob, for joining me on the show today because there are people that are listening to this show live and that will be listening to it um, many, many times through the ripple effect we've created on the Dr. Pat Show. The questions that come up, uh, and one of them in particular from L. Uh, L in New Jersey, is this. This is the question. Uh, thank you both for being on the show. It sounds like you've had your you sounds like you've had some challenges along the way. Uh, it's clear to me that you are our top executives. But how about us how about us little people at the bottom? How about us folks that go into our jobs every day scared to death? It used to be that I could speak up and stand up for who I who I am. And now I don't speak up because I'm afraid to lose my job. I feel like I'm going crazy. Is this the adversity paradox? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that is a wow. You know, I, first of all, I want to make something very, very clear, and that is this book, the success to us is not about being at the top of the organization. It's not about compensation or title. Success is really about being comfortable with yourself, about your own role. Uh, and so I don't want anybody to be misled that, that we're saying that you have to be the very top in some field to be successful. Oftentimes that will happen to you, but that's not the end goal. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that the, the, the caller, uh, you know, works in an environment that's like that. I, I guess it's more and more that way today with some companies uh, panicking and, and doing things that perhaps are not smart for the long run. Um, you know, I would say that uh, this person needs to keep a positive attitude. They need to understand that something good will come out of this situation and, and not be fearful. Uh, fearful, Being fearful right now is not, nothing she can do about it or he can do about it uh, because that's the environment they're in. They need to just work hard to stay optimistic, to figure out what they can do to take accountability and responsibility. And it may be that they end up leaving the organization uh, if that's the environment. And if that's the case, I have a very strong feeling something better will come along. 
I love what you just shared because everybody that, you know, listens to the Dr. Pat show certainly knows that a little bit about my story uh, and, uh, uh, and, and what it means to be faced with challenges. I wanted to ask, and th- thank you, Barry, but, you know, Bob, I wanted to ask you, as, as you went through and you interviewed some of the people in the book and, and you got to hear their stories, their challenges, you know, was there any one or two stories that you were just absolutely, you know, struck by that you thought, are you kidding? You did what? Yeah, and and I'll venture away from uh, what ethics and what we call moral development. I want to come back to that, but you say interesting stories that you kind of go, wow. Uh, we went to interview a guy by the name of Peter Dawkins, and it's, it's a name among uh, older people because he won the Heisman Trophy in, I think, 1952, and his story is he overcame polio as a kid. Well, great story, but when we go to interview him, he starts telling us this story that hadn't been published about in high school. He was failing high school. He carried a switchblade, had his hair in a ducktail. And as he, as he progressed and became a, a uh, got that thirst for knowledge, he went on to graduate from Army with an engineering degree, become a Rhodes Scholar, and get a doctorate at Princeton in philosophy. And, and with that doctorate, he was able to articulate to us that story of how he became a lifelong learner going from one extreme to the other so we could show others. It's very easy to tell people, well, you need to become a lifetime learner. You need to read five books a year or seven books a year. You need to read the newspaper. It's a much different story to figure out how somebody did it and to be able to take those action steps. So that that's kind of one of those wow stories that we went there and we got a different story than, than, we, than we thought we were going to get. But coming back to the issues of, of – and, and the uh, – the issues of moral development and people that are struggling in today's business environment because we are being uh, having all kinds of moral dilemmas thrown at us. Uh, you know, uh, people telling us to do what we can, don't think we can do because of of our own moral development. And in our book, we we go into we actually overlay on the business environment uh, a theory of moral development called the Kohlberg theory of moral development. And our belief is that most people don't come into the business world fully moral, morally developed, and those businesses that you enter and those people you surround yourselves are critical for improving your own moral development. I know Barry and I would both say that when we entered the business world out of college, we had uh, we had to increase our level of, of moral development, and we were very lucky to land in good companies and, and be surrounded by good people to do that. But that dilemma... That dilemma of being asked, uh, being told to do something that you absolutely don't agree with will grow your own level of moral development, and that's the whole thing with growing levels of moral development. You need to be faced with dilemmas. You need to struggle with, with the outcomes of those dilemmas to improve your own uh, level of moral devo- development. So believe it or not, that, that working through it in business uh, can be a good thing for uh, self-improvement. Yeah, and you know, you covered this in the book, by the way. I want to mention to everyone uh, listening uh, to the show that, you know, if you, uh, if not if, but when you get a copy of The Adversity Paradox, you'll find that there is a hierarchy of moral development and business that is outlined in the book. Uh, and for those of you that are saying, what page is it on? It's on page 113. And I was, I was struck by it in the conversation about moral development and some of the challenges that businesses are faced today uh, and how we can look at achieving success and I, success. And I, Barry, I love what you said about success at what, regardless of whatever level you're at, because you're really talking to me when you say that. 
and me and many other people. You know, I look at my career, and I started, you know, my journey of work by pushing a mail cart. And, you know, and believe me, pushing that mail cart at about 50 bucks a week because my mom thought, you know, I should work with this company. It's the only company that would even hire me. And, you know, you work your way through it. But I loved what I did in that job. I loved it so much that I was the longest ever tenured male person in the history of the bell system. Oh, <laughs> so, pretty amazing. So that's really what I want to talk to is now this issue, especially with adversity and the paradoxical nature of it, is how do we, Barry, how do we show up every day to do the things that we've said yes to doing in our careers and do it to that and and then some level, regardless of whether you're pushing a mail cart. And by the way, my favorite job ever that I've ever done was selling hot dogs from a hot dog cart. So how do we do this? How do we get to that and then some place if we feel that Rome is falling all around us? Well, it's a it's a it's a complicated question in some ways. I mean, I, I love I absolutely love the quote by Martin Luther King when he said, you know, if you're called to be a street sweeper, sweep the streets, even as Michelangelo painted and Beethoven composed music. So, in some sense, I think it has to do with finding what your calling is in life and being satisfied with that. And it may that may sound a little odd because. You know, we're talking about success, but it gets back to you can be successful at anything. You were successful at, at pushing that mail cart because at the time you felt like that was what you ought to be doing, that was your purpose, and you got passion around it. And I think that is the key, is to find what you think you should be doing, feel comfortable with it, and then gain the passion around doing it. And not everybody can be CEO. Not everybody can be an astronaut. Not everybody can be whatever. So it really does get back to, to figuring out what you should be doing at any point in time in your life and, and getting passionate about it. I mean, to think about going to work and spending all of your life at something you don't like is just a tragedy. So you've got to find ways to connect with your work and be passionate about it. Well, and, you know, this is really part of sort of, you know, what people are facing right now. Some people say that, you know, there are hundreds of thousands of people now that are without jobs. And, you know, being without a job in this moment of time is probably, for some, one of the more painful places they'll be in their lives and yet at the same time, there's enormous opportunity. When we come back, uh, Barry and Bob, I'd love to talk with you about the opportunities right now and what people will need to do and need to know to be successful as they move forward in their lives. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is the Vibe of Thrive. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? 
Dr. Schaub's accelerated breakthrough program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. The Hotel Max introduces Seattle to an experience of art and luxury combined. It's the most artistic downtown Seattle hotel and is the perfect setting for business or pleasure. Hotel Max provides the platform for viewing emerging and established Seattle artists and photographers with more than 350 original paintings and photographs found throughout the hotel. At Hotel Max, you definitely know you're in Seattle. Visit HotelMaxSeattle.com. That's HotelMaxSeattle.com. Learn how to help people deal with loss and the grieving process. The new online certificate in bereavement studies at the Center for Integrative Health focuses on the spiritual, cultural, and workplace aspects of loss. Completely online, the one course per month format allows you to complete the certificate in as little as nine months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution. Financial aid is available. Visit centerforintegrativehealth.org for the National University Systems Center for Integrated Health. That's centerforintegrativehealth.org. Have you signed up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter? Find out about upcoming guests, current promotions, events, and information. Go to thedrpatshow.com. That's thedrpatshow.com. And sign up now. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, Passing Up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four ebooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads absolutely free when you buy my book today. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, Office Max, and other local stores. Visit PerfcoGreen.com. That's P E R F GoGreen.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. The Adversity Paradox, adversityparadox.com is the website, or you can go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com or drpatradio.com, drpatradio.com. Click on the link, and it'll take you right to meeting Barry Griswell and Bob Jennings and also to their website because this is a time for each of any every one of us to understand as my mom used to say honey you got to pick yourself up you got to dust yourself off 
and you got to put on those new shoes and do something good. And I want to welcome you both back to the show. I mean, that was kind of my mom saying that to me in her southern doll accent. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, is it that simple? Is that what you have found in the book? What can we say to people right now that would love to pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and get back in the game? Well, I, th- I think one of the things we talk about in the book that I think is, is probably uh, one of the more important things is what we call introspection. And we talk about the mirror being one of the most important tools that a person can have. And it really, it really does get down to, to a very simple choice. When you have adversity come at you, you really have two choices. You can be a pessimist. You can, you can say, woe is me. You can go have that pity party. You can go off and just, you know, get really depressed and, and, Stick your head up in a few weeks and see what's going on. Or you can, from the very beginning, accept the situation, analyze the situation and what good can come out of it, and put yourself in a position to take action and then some. And it's really almost that simple. I mean, I know it's, it's, it doesn't always work out perfectly, but let's think about the other alternative, which is to just continue to be a pessimist. You're not going to get anywhere with that attitude. So you really, really do have to pick it up, uh, get your game face on, uh, go out there and take action to make things happen. And um, I, it's almost that simple. Um, you know, I, I do think you've got to have the right skills. You've got to make sure that you, you know, you've equipped yourself. I mean, you, you can't go out to try to be a, a heart surgeon if you've never gone to medical school, so we don't want to make any big leaps like that. But you can always find what it is you're called to do with the skills you have if you have the right attitude. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you, it, and if you don't have the right attitude, there are plenty of people out there and books out there to, to help you get the right attitude. You know, and I loved what you just said because I wouldn't really look at myself and say that I've had the right attitude most of my life. But, boy, I figured out that I needed to get one. <laughs> Bob, you know, from your perspective, the, the, you know, what are the one, two, three things? What are, what, what, are, what are the things you could say to folks now, regardless of whether you're a, a baby boomer or, or you, you, you're just beginning your career and you're, and you're kind of down and out thinking, wow, is it always going to be like this? You know, well, if, 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 if you want to simplify it, it's that uh, looking at setbacks and, and taking self-accountability for where, where you had participated in it in, in any manner whatsoever and going to work on those things. And then it's maintaining the op- optimism and going in and employing and then some. But if I could talk for just a second about you don't do it alone. You need help. And Barry mentioned the mirror and looking in the mirror. But... You need multiple mirrors, and when we were growing up, we had lots of mirrors. We had grades, we had teachers, we had parents, we had coaches. We had tons of mirrors. We could always triangulate where we are like a GPS system, where we were going, what direction we were going, what speed we were going. And as an adult, we have a tendency to lose those mirrors and not replace those mirrors so we can get a read on who we are. And, you know, one thing that we... Uh, try to encourage people to do is, is go out and find as many mirrors as you can. You're occasionally going to have a funhouse mirror that's not going to reflect accurately, and that's why one mirror, and that may be the appraisal system at the place you work, one mirror or the boss you work for. One mirror is not adequate that you need to get multiple mirrors. You know, Some of us are lucky enough to have tremendous spouses. That's not always the case. Uh, you, you can get friends. You can get other people at work, but getting those mirrors set up so you can figure out who you are helps a lot in getting through adversities and then getting optimistic and finding the opportunities. 
And, you know, I want to thank you both for joining me here today. There is so much in the book that, for me, just just an amazing reminder, an amazing reminder of who we are and what we do. And I wanted to ask you, does hard work really hold water these days? Uh, hard work is foundational. I mean, hard work, you, you're not going to get there without hard work. And if you think you are, you, somebody's sold you a bill of goods. You've got to have hard work. But when you've also got to couple that hard work with purpose, with passion, uh, with a, a lifelong uh, commitment to learning, uh, and you've got to be an honest and a person with integrity, and, you, and you've got to apply a little introspection. And if you do all of that, you will be very, very successful. Can you tell me, can you tell me what each of you would suggest to everyone listening today about how people can change their lives now? I would say that you've got to develop an attitude that says something like this, that what I'm going through right now is building character and it is preparing opportunities for me into the future. I can't see it very well based on where I am today, but I know it's true. I've experienced it. I've seen others experience it, and I'm going to have faith that that is the case, and I'm going to put on this positive attitude, and I'm going to work hard to make sure that when it comes, I'm ready. Wow. You know, and I want to ask you, Bob, I want to ask you a question. Did you ever think you'd be sitting here talking to thousands of people on the radio about the adversity paradox, and what is this like for you? What have you learned along the way? What have you learned in the journey? I, I learned so much, and, and I bring to the, the perspective to the book of a mid-career crash. It's an absolute <laughs> change in trajectory, uh, losing what I was the, the work I was very, very passionate about uh, that I'd worked for 23 years, and, and we have other stories in the, in the book like Buzz Aldrin who – after returning from the moon, actually became an alcoholic and had to recover from that. Or somebody like Doris Christopher, the pampered chef, that started that business at age 34 in her basement with, with borrowed money. And going through these interviews, I learned at, you know, that, that, that I'd grown up in not a protected environment, but that middle class environment, it was the. I mean. Listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Radio to Thrive By. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.